This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. When you are adopted, when you receive your sonship, the Holy Ghost begins to speak out of your heart. Say, Daddy! He's no longer just God. He is your Daddy. Servants call him Jehovah. Servants call him God. You call him Daddy! Trinidad and Tobago. Get ready for Change Experience 2020 for one day only. Join Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar January 31st at the Hilton Conference Center. There's a mighty wind getting ready to blow through your household, getting ready to blow through this church, getting ready to blow through your life. You better get ready, honey. Put your seatbelt on. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Register today for free while there's still time. For more details, visit CreflodollarMinistries.org. tonight in Hebrews chapter 3 verses 5 through 6. Hebrews chapter 3 verses 5 through 6. If you're there, say amen. amen. All right, now watch this. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. Verse 6. But Christ was faithful as a son over his own house, whose house are we if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Now, this is so important. Moses was a servant, and those who were under the law were servants. Now, for most of the church world, you'll tell people, I'm a servant of God. Moses was a servant, and the law came from Moses, and those who are under the law, those who are under performance-based Christianity, those who are under self-effort Christianity, your servants. But Christ, the Bible says, is the Son. And those who are in Christ are sons of God. So never again say, I'm a servant. Because he's trying to get you to accept your sonship. How many are in Christ? You're your you're, you're sons and daughters of God. You're, you're not a servant. Every church I know in America tell you, you're a servant of God. And he's like, yeah, let's take it up some. Those who were under the law are servants. You're under grace. I said, those who are under the law are servants. You're under grace. You have to know your identity. There's no need of you going to God and saying, God, what do you want me to do? Because God's going to come back and ask you, who are you? 
And when God asks you who you are, don't say, I'm a servant. When God asks you who you are, say, I'm a son, say, I'm a daughter. You've got to receive your sonship. You see, once we understand the meaning of sonship, we will walk in the love and the authority of our Father. Because once you receive your sonship, you're going to love like your Father, and you're going to walk in the authority like your Father. But as long as you think you are a servant, you're going to try to work and perform to try to earn something that's already yours as a son or daughter in God. Are you listening to me? Once you understand the meaning of sonship and his mission and his vision and his heart, it will become your very own. But before we can truly function as a family in the body of Christ, those horizontal relationships, before we can function in relationships where, I'm talking about in the church, where we can respect one another, where we can honor one another, where we can submit to one another, and where we can love one another. See, that brings the question, how come church folk can't get along? In the church, more gossip, more strife, more mad at, more divorces, more fornication, more weed, more everything in the church. Well, what's the problem? We don't understand the vertical relationship. We don't understand the vertical love relationship, uh, that spiritual sonship that we have with our Heavenly Father. And because we see ourselves as servants and not as sons, we have a problem with these horizontal relationships. See, if you see yourself as in your sonship, when you see yourself as a son or daughter of the Most High God, then in your horizontal relationships, you're not, you're not searching for your identity. You're not searching for approval. You're, you're, you're not searching for, 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 for affection. You, you got that from God. And, and once you know you got it from God, then you can honor people on the horizontal. You can, you can, you can submit to people in the heart. You can respect people in the heart. Because I'm not trying to get, I don't need nothing from you that I hadn't gotten from my father. But if you hadn't settled that vertical relationship between you and God, then you'll try to find it in other people. You'll try to find your identity in somebody else. And then you're going to be searching for somebody else's approval. And there's so many people in the church that, are, that have a, a, a new addiction called approval addiction. And you're searching for approval on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. But if you get your sonship right, and you know that God approves of you, then you don't need to come down and try to get approval from other people because once you have your approval from God, you don't need to try to earn somebody else's approval. And by the way, if what you are doing, if you are sincere about what you're doing, you know, there are people that are doing great things all, all, all over the world and you'll never hear from them. You'll never hear about them. But so many people do things to try to get people's approval. But if you do what you do, and you are sincere about what you do, then you will never need somebody's approval. Some people, Pastor, I don't understand. How, how, how can I, how can you, I don't know how you make it. People around the world, there's the bad things they say about you. I'll tell you how, I don't need their approval. People that dog you out, they're simply afraid of you. So ain't no use of both of y'all being scared. 
to get to a point where you don't need somebody's approval because you have the approval of your heavenly father. And when you get the approval of your heavenly father and, and, you, you, and you know who you are in Christ Jesus, then you can honor people and respect people and submit to people and love people because while you're comparing, you're comparing yourself with somebody else, you're stressing yourself out trying to be the cheap imitation of the horizontal. We are no longer under the old covenant system. How many of you believe that? We have been set free from the old covenant system where we are dependent on a priest to represent us before God. You do not need to go to the priest to get him to represent you before God because you have a relationship and a sonship with God Almighty where you can go directly to him and he can talk to you and you can talk to him. Under this new covenant, you are kings and priests and you have been given the right and the authority to go directly to God yourself. Neither do you need a prophet to speak for God to us. We have our own personal relationship as a son and a daughter with our God, with our Father, with our Father. I can hear from him. I don't need a prophet up in my face all the time. That was in the old covenant when they couldn't hear. But in this new covenant, my sheep hear my voice. So what's the prophet for? He's for confirmation. In other words, God can talk to me. He puts it in my mailbox first, and then the prophet can come and confirm that that was in my mailbox. The prophet's ministry is for confirmation, edification, and comfort. The, if the prophet telling you something first that the Holy Ghost didn't tell you, you might need to hold up a little bit. And you got to be careful because you got some manipulative people in the world today that try to use spiritual gifts to try to manipulate folks. They come up to you talking about the Lord said for you to write me a thousand dollar check. Easy response. Well, he ain't told me that yet. In the new covenant of grace, the first thing we need to know as sons of God is that our father will never ever break his covenant with us. We will forever be sons and daughters in the house of our God. We will forever be sons and daughters who are loved by God. Please understand something. In this new covenant, God has promised in this sonship and, and you being a daughter and a son of God, he's promised, I will never kick you out of my house. And I will never not love you. But the church tells you, I don't know about that. It depends on how you perform. But God says, uh-uh, it is not based on your performance. I have a covenant with you to be your God and to be your father. I have a covenant with you. You are my son. You know who you are. And although you may act, may act a little shaky sometimes, you're still my child. You are my son. You are my daughters. You are forever loved in my house. And God has committed himself to that. So don't you let no preacher, don't you let no church, don't you let no religion tell you God's mad at you and the reason why that didn't happen is because you're no longer in his presence. He don't consider you no son or daughter anymore. That is a lie straight from the pit of hell. I am a son when I am up. I am a son when I am down. I am a son when I'm doing good. I am a son when I'm doing something stupid. I am a son of the almighty God now, henceforth and forever.
Baltimore. You, you have to receive that. Because if you don't receive that, you'll start questioning and doubting your identity when it comes to operating and initiating the supernatural. When it comes to activating the supernatural, you'll look at yourself and say, well, maybe God don't really love me no more. Well, maybe I'm no longer part of the family anymore. Uh-uh. He will never, ever, ever, ever change his mind about that covenant. Now, let's get into this. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 19. Once we know that, once we know God's commitment towards us as sons and daughters, once we understand that, we'll walk as sons and daughters and find it easy to serve one another in humility. Now, how powerful is this sonship? Verse 19, let's read it out loud together. Ready? Read. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation. Look at that in the Amplified. The earnest expectation of all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the man of God or, or the, the, man, the sons of God. Or well, that's what we think. We think it's just the man of God they're waiting for. It's the sons of God. Now listen to this. For even the whole creation, all nature, waits expectantly, longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known, waits for the revealing and the disclosing of their sonship. This is important what we're talking about. Turn to your neighbor and say, the wait is over. You see how powerful, all creation's waiting on what you're getting ready to, what you're getting ready to have confidence in. Creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, I'm sure you're wondering, okay, well, how do I move into this sonship? Go to St. John chapter 1 and 12. St. John chapter 1 and 12. This is going to just, mm, Bless you tonight. St. John 1 and 12. If you're there, say amen. amen. All right, let's read this out loud together. Ready? Read. But as many as has received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believed on his name or his authority. All right, now watch this now. But as many as received him, to them gave he power. Now, what does this word power mean? Gave him the privilege and the right to become the sons of God. He gave them the privilege, the right to become the sons of God. Who has the privilege and the right to become the sons of God? Those who have received him, those who believed him. Simple question tonight. How many of you believe in Jesus? That's one question. Second question. How many of you have received him? You now have the privilege. You now have the privilege and the right to enter into your sonship. So by faith, say this out loud. 
In Jesus' name. I accept this right. I accept this privilege to enter into my sonship. Are you with me? Now listen to me carefully now. Until you mature in, in, into your sonship, you're excluded from handling certain responsibilities. There are certain responsibilities you will not be included on if you're still immature child. Servants don't have this privilege. Only sons and daughters. You understand that? Let me show you something now. Now, now I'm getting ready. Oh, my God, I'm getting ready to step on every religious bone that grandmama and them ever showed you. <laughs> Look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 27 through 29. Responsibilities you'll be excluded from still acting like a servant when you have the privilege to be a son. Privilege to enter into your sonship. Now watch this. If you're there, say amen. amen. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. Next verse. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So he said, you're heirs. Now that you're in Christ, those of you who are just identified, I've received Christ. Now that you're in Christ, you're heirs. Turn your name and say, hello, heir. Now we need to make a distinction between what kind of heir are you? Sunday, I close with this. There's a difference between an heir versus an heir apparent. An heir inherits right now. Somebody say, right now. An heir inherits right now. An heir apparent will inherit one day. One day he will inherit, but not right now. He's an heir apparent. One day he will inherit. But when the scripture refers to us being heirs, he's not talking about us inheriting one day. The day you accept. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go to Galatians 4 through 1. I, I, read a little bit more. Galatians 4 through 1. All right. Galatians 4, 1. Now watch this. Now this is important. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, so it's going to be important for us to, to understand what makes an heir a child. 
He differeth nothing from a servant. So an heir that's a child is on the same level as a servant. Though he be Lord of all, he's a child. Next verse, verse 2. He says, but, but he is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Verse 3. Mm. Even so, we, when we were children, now he's, he's, he's talking to Jewish people. When we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of the world. He just said something. He said something the whole body of Christ missed for years. Listen to this. The word child in this verse of Scripture, in the Greek, it's translated unable to inherit. He's, 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 a, he's a baby infant. He's a minor. He's unable to inherit. But a mature son is ready to inherit. He's a full mature son. So in Galatians 4, verse 1 and 2, he's talking about the children of Israel when they were under the law. And under the law, they were infants not ready to inherit. Under the law, they were infants that were not ready to inherit until the time appointed by the Father when Jesus would come to bring all of us into sonship, bring all of us into full mature sons ready to inherit. So what he is saying right here, go to the Amplified. Go to the Amplified. I want to read one through three in the Amplified. I'm getting ready to say this. This is so radical because, you know, what makes you a child? Look at what he says here. In verse 1, he says, Now what I mean is that as long as an inheritor, uh, an heir is a child and underage, he does not differ from a slave, although he's the master of all the estate. But he is under guardians and administrators or trustees until the date fixed by his father. Three. So we Jewish Christians also, when we were minors, were kept like slaves under the rules of the Hebrew ritual and subject to the elementary teachings of a system of external obser observations and regulations. What did he just describe? The law of Moses. Here we go. The law is for children. Grace is for sons. Yes, sir. What made them children when they were under the law? When you operate under the law of Moses, when you try to perform to try to get God to do something for you, when all of what you try to get to happen is based on your self-effort and not based on Jesus, you can't be trusted with certain responsibilities because you're operating by the law and you're a child under the law, an infant, a minor, no better than a servant because you're under the law. But Jesus appointed a time for, I mean, God appointed a time for Jesus to come. And when Jesus came, he came to deliver us from the law. Come on, let's read. read go, go back to uh, King James Amplified. I got too many words in. Go ahead, King James. Uh, King James. Uh, uh, Galatians, uh, we left off uh, four. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, what? Made of a woman, made under the law. Now, why was Jesus made under the law? Next verse. 
Verse 5. To redeem them that were under the law. The word redeem means to, to, to deliver, to, to pay the ransom from those who were under the law. That we might receive the adoption of sons. So Jesus came to deliver out of childness or childhood or babyhood by getting you out of the law and making available to you sonship. And he calls it the adoption of sons. Now this word adoption is not like the one, it's not defined like we use it in our, in our, in our society where you have a different blood adopting somebody else with a different blood. The word adoption in the Greek means adult son placing. Adult son placing. <laughs> Not adoption as taking someone else's child with the DNA different from the adopted parents, but we are actually born of God as new creations with God's very own DNA. The beginning of a new year is an opportunity for renewal, restoration, and refreshing for the body of Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to move into the realm of the supernatural. A spiritual world and a spiritual realm where it is not going to be by your natural abilities that you see things come to pass, but it will be by the Spirit of God. For a love gift of $30 or more, get this extraordinary collection of New Year's messages from Creflo Dollar to jumpstart your faith as you enter a new season, new levels, and new discoveries in the grace of God. Everybody in here has a purpose. Everybody in here has a destiny. Everybody in here got something that God put you here to do. And he didn't put you here without a gift or equipment to be able to do what it is he put you here to do. Call or go online to order today. Calling all radical women. It's that time again to celebrate an infinite God who declares your worth. Join Pastor Taffy Dollar. We're getting over into the promises of the victory in Jesus. There's a future that is bright. There's a future that is whole. There's a future that is blessed. Dr. Dee Dee Freeman. He has given us everything necessary to fix what we don't like in life. Laura Pickett. You've not been called to be ordinary, but extraordinary. Sarah Jakes Roberts. I came here to unleash your glory like never before. I'm not gonna let no shoes get in the way because I refuse to lose. And special musical guests, Miranda Curtis, Demita Chandler, and Todd Delaney. Register today at taffydollar.org. Cleveland, Ohio, get ready for Change Experience 2020. For one night only, join Pastors Creflo and Taffy Dollar at the Huntington Convention Center. There's a mighty wind getting ready to blow through your household, getting ready to blow through this church, getting ready to blow through your life. You better get ready, honey. Put your seatbelt on. Hallelujah. Glory, glory be to God. Register today for free while there's still time. For more details, visit CreploDollarMinistries.org. 
Your generosity allows us to make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. Through Creflo Dollar Global Missions, we are providing food, clothing, crucial supplies, and the Word of God to people in the most remote regions of the world. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe. 